once they lived in the city of Rabat, in the country of Morocco, a very special Rav, who was not only the Rav, he was also the Mohel, he'd also do the Bris, and he was very special, he was even, you'll hear from the story, he was even a Tzaddik, and people knew that they wanted to get him a lot of times, not only to be the Mohel, but if him sometimes to be the Sandik, because they knew he was a very special person, and they wanted to have the schus to have him by the bris. Sometimes he was a sandik, sometimes a mayol. And Baruch Hashem, a lot of, there were a lot of children were born. Almost every day, there was another bris, sometimes two brisim, sometimes even three. And he was very happy to do the mitzvah, to help have a bris for the Yiddish boys. There came a time that something very, very strange happened that the Rav realized less and less people are calling me to do a bris. It passed, usually it would be like every single day almost. Now it went every few days, uh, maybe once a week. Sometimes it happened through even a few weeks that he wasn't called for a bris until maybe once a month. And he couldn't understand what on earth happened. There used to be so many children born. And Baruch Hashem, every single day, new babies. What happened? The Rav called all the, the elder people, the wise people in the community, and said it was a long time since I was invited to make a bris. Did the mommy stop having boys, only girls? Or did they get a different male? They don't, they don't like me anymore? What, what happened? So they told him, um, well, it's a very sad thing to tell you, Ardov, that we don't know exactly why, but the, the, a lot less children are being born. A lot, lot less. It used to be so many, now it's very little. So the Rav said, there's got to be a reason. Do, do you know why? What happened? So we don't know, but... It started when the king, he made one person, one minister to be in charge of all the fish in the city. And the governor, this minister, he made a very, very high price. And he made it so expensive, and all the extra money goes to him, that the Yidin can't afford fish. We can't buy fish anymore. It costs too much money. Only the rich people couldn't pay for the fish. The Rav said, that must be it. There's a big mitzvah to honor Shabbos by having fish. It's part of honoring Shabbos. And Hashem gave a special bracha to the fish. Being that people go fishing and catch fish and eat them. So Hashem gave the fish a bracha that the fish should have a lot of children. So they shouldn't get disappear. If people catch them and eat them, they shouldn't be gone. So fish have a lot of fish to make up for it. Hashem gave the fish a special bracha to have a lot of children. And when Yidin eat the fish on Shabbos, it gives us also a bracha. We honor Shabbos with the fish. It gives us a bracha to have a lot of children. So we need to make sure the Yidin can have fish to have back this bracha of having children. It's the most important thing. Did you try to speak to this minister in charge of the fish? So the other Yidin said, yeah. We tried, please take away the high price 
but he won't even think about it. He gets the money. He's happy with making a lot of money. So whoever will pay, the money goes right to He doesn't care. So the Rav said, okay, you know what? Let me take care of it. And all the other left, the Rav, you'll see only he's able to do this. He was a tzaddik. He took out a piece of paper and he took out his special pen. Back then, the pens, they had to dip it in ink and then write. And he wrote something on this paper. He rolled it up and he called one of his older students, his you know, special students, and he told him something secretly. He said, take this paper and go tomorrow to the water. Tomorrow morning, very early, right after the sun gets up, drop it in the water and come back to me and tell me that you did it. Don't talk to anyone on the way there and back and don't tell anybody what you did. That's to be a secret. So his students listened, did exactly what he did, didn't talk to anyone, dropped it in, secret, and came right back. Good. The Rebbe was happy. That day, the fishermen all went out to go fishing, to go catch fish, and something very interesting happened. They put in their nets, and here, I got something a little heavy, let's go. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fish, like usual. And they got uh, a lot of green seaweed. I don't want to eat seaweed. I want to eat fish. Where did the fish go? Ah, come on. What do you do? You trolley dropped it. You didn't do it. Let's do it again. Okay, let's make a Throw it back in. Again, they pull out the net and came out some more seaweed and so a little bit of blue water until it fell out. And there's no fish. Uh, maybe the fish ran away. They went yeah. that way. Yeah. They went with their boat the other side to pull out again. No fish. Hey, is this is something wrong with my net? Are there holes? Hey, over there, you. Did you catch any fish yet? Uh, no. Did you? No. They're all fishing, trying, trying. And they couldn't catch a single fish. And they came back. So where's the fish? Did you? You couldn't have eat them all. No. We, there's no fish in the water. There was not one fish. The king... He really likes fish. Not that he likes fish to keep them in a tank and watch them, look at them. He liked fish, meaning he liked the taste. He liked to eat them. So he came by his table and to eat the fish. And he said, wait a minute, something's wrong here. This doesn't taste like it's fresh, like it came just from today. A king doesn't eat fish from yesterday. A king has to have the best fish ever. What happened here? Let me Go call the cook. Bring him here right now. And the cook came running. Why does this fish taste fishy? Why does it taste different than all other fish? She said, uh, your majesty, um, uh, there's no fish in the stores. So I had to take an older fish. But, uh, uh, what? The king went for the minister in charge of the fish and said, I made you in charge of all the fish and I can't get a fish on my table? Did the fishermen stop fishing? Or did the fish all die and run away? What happened? So this minister is terrified of the king, and he's shaking. And he said, uh, your, your majesty, I, 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 I tried. I, I asked all the fishermen. I threatened them. I screamed at them. I, I, I even told them to send them to the principal's office. Nothing worked. They, 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 they're going fishing. They can't catch any fish. And I went myself and looked, and, and, and there's no fish. So the king got so angry and said, what? I never heard such a fishy story. 
if you don't bring me some fish very soon, within three days, or give me a very good excuse, a good reason why the fish are not here, I'll send you in the sea, and you can go underneath and go looking for the fish under the water. Meaning, the kid threatened, king threatened him, if you don't find the fish, you're going to die. Because people can't live under the water. People drown. Only fish Hashem made, they have special things they could breathe under the water. This minister left, and he told everyone, all the fishermen and anyone in the market, that anybody who could tell me what happened, why did the fish disappear, and he'd give him a big reward, I'll give him a lot of money. Soon, two fishermen came over to this, this Goyesha minister, and they said, oh, you know what happened? The day the fish stopped co- coming, in that morning we saw a Jew go to the water, and he threw something in the water. So now the Goyesha minister is all happy. <gasps> I got it. Now I know what happened. He ran to the king. Your majesty, I know what happened. I have information. People saw the Jews made a magic spell on the water, and they scared away all the fish. So tell the Jews, get rid of the magic spell, or you'll kick them all out. It's their fault. It's the Jews' fault, okay? And the king said, okay. I'm going to go speak to them. They did a magic spell on the fish. And the king called the Rav, come to the king. The soldiers came, come right away. And the Rav was calm. And the Rav with the other Yidin, they put on their best clothes. You have to honor a king. You have to wear nice clothes. And they came into the, cling, into the, the palace of the king. They came in and they made a, a bow out of respect. And they made a special bracha that you see a king... There's a bracha we say that Hashem gave special honor to, to, hum, to human being, to be a king. The king was impressed how they were dressed nice, they respected him. And a little more friendly, he asked them, the king asked them, is it true that you made a spell on the fish and so they all ran away? So the Rav said, long live the king, your majesty. It is because of me the fish left, but I didn't do a magic spell. We're not allowed to do magic. Magic is, is usur, it's forbidden according to the Torah. But I told the fish to, live, to leave, to go away, and they left, they listened to me. I did it for a very good reason. So the king said, well, what's, what's the good reason? Why did you tell the fish to leave? The fish listened to you. He said, well, your majesty, let me tell you like this. The Ebishter, yeah, Hashem who is in charge of the world, He made a lot of things for people to use, to enjoy, to, 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 have, to have. Hashem made the sun to give light to everyone, and no one could say, well, the sun's just for me, you can't have the sunlight. Hashem made air for everyone to breathe, and no one could say, it's only for me. Hashem made rain, and again, it's for everyone. So too, Hashem made water for everyone, and fish... Hashem made for everyone. We have to pay the fishermen for their work. They caught it. They brought it to us. But you pay them according to how much they worked. And it's not that Hashem made only a few people can have it and no one else. And even when you pay someone for it, you pay them for how much they worked. Not a crazy amount of money. So the king said, that's actually very wise what you said. It makes sense. Continue. So Rav said, May Hashem give you wisdom to understand that what I'm going to say next is not my own thing I made up, 
but it comes from the Torah. Hashem gave me that I'm the Rav, the rabbi in charge, and I also help make a bris for a lot of people. And for the past while, I've seen that there's been less and less brisim happening, and until I found out that it's because the Yidin, the Jews, stopped buying fish for Shabbos. So the king said, that's, that's interesting. What's the connection? They didn't buy fish for Shabbos, so therefore they're not having babies? So the Rav said, Your Majesty, please let me explain. Is that when Hashem made the fish, He gave him a special bracha to have a lot of children. And when we honor Shabbos and eat the fish, then that bracha, Hashem gave the fish, comes to us. But now, when you didn't stop buying fish, they stopped having the bracha. So why did they stop buying fish? The king asked. Well, it seems like, the Rav said, this is the sad thing, that someone wanted to make, made the price really, really high, so people couldn't afford anymore. So I... We tried to talk to them to get rid of this very high price, but it didn't work. So I told the fish, listen, if the Yidin can't buy you because one person is being mean and not letting people buy the fish, so fish, please leave the waters and go somewhere else. The king was thinking, and he said, aha, so if I get rid of this minister who's making, doing a mean thing, making it so no one could buy fish, will you bring the fish back? So the Rav said, I trust in Hashem that just like the fish listened to me the first time, so they'll listen to me if I tell them to come back. So the king said, fine, I'll do it. I'll get rid of the minister and we'll make the fish cheap and you'll get the fish back, made a deal. So the next morning, it came a huge crowd by the water. Everyone was there. The king, the Rav, all the Yidin, and the Havda, all the Goyim, and they all came to watch what's going to happen. When they saw the king, everyone's cheering, His Majesty, long live the king. Everyone came by, and the dove stood by the water, and everyone was perfectly quiet. And the dove called out, Fish, listen, by authority of Hashem, and authority of the Torah, and in, in front of everyone, I'm telling you, come back now to these waters, to help everyone serve Hashem. Come back. As soon as the Rav finished saying that, from far away, they saw like a big wave of water coming up. Then closer, then closer. It looked like a big blue wave. When it got closer, they realized, hey, that's not water shooting up. Those are fish. Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of fish started swimming as fast as they could towards, towards everyone there. And they came closer and closer until they're jumping in the thousands and thousands. They're jumping in the boats, jumping in the nets, jumping on the land. The fishermen are schlepping their nets, and their nets are overfull of fish. So everyone was clapping, was cheering. And then the price of fish came very, very cheap because there's so many thousands of fish now. So the king said, wow, blessed be Hashem, and blessed be the Yidin. And he shook the king's hand and said, shook the Rav's hand and said, Please, Rav, invite me to the next bris. I want to come.